felt out of place or uncomfortable? Perhaps you've even uttered the words, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not from here. Of course I have. We all have. Thankfully, we're here to help you through. I'm Casey Conley. And I'm Chris Petlack. And we host the Not From Here podcast, where we take those awkward moments and turn them into hilariously relatable stories. Enjoy new episodes every Wednesday, each featuring a brand new fish out of water story. You can find Not From Here wherever you listen to podcasts. And subscribe today to become a fishy. Uh, Chris, I don't think they know what that means. They will when they listen, so just go do it. Listen to Not From Here wherever you get your podcasts. Not From Hero. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, listening to Black Card Rehab. Once again, uh, this is a show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. I am joined today by my white friend, Paige. Hey, Paige. Hello. Um, On a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling the person cleaning a glass in an episode of Law & Order SVU who knows too much about the witness. Just like, (laughs) yeah, she was in here Thursday. I haven't seen her before, but her curly hair was nice. Blue eyes, approximately five, two and a half. (laughs) Is that because you've been watching a lot of it or because Ice-T was in this? Because I feel like this might be a prequel to SVU, (laughs) but also at the same time a prequel to Demolition Man, and we should talk about it. Uh, But first, Crystal, on a scale of zero to African-American, how are you feeling today? I I guess I'm feeling like like a child that's been used as a shield from bullets. I don't know. Um. (laughs) I saw her run back to him and I was like, no, don't. Don't. He's a bad man. And then he just picked her up and I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, and today I am very happy to welcome on our guest. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian, Gary Michael Anderson. Thank you so much for being here. How are you feeling today on a scale of zero to black? Uh, let's see. Well, what what's zero? <laughs> I need to know what. This, Are you zero today? Spectrum is. It's whatever you whatever it whatever means, it means to, you. to me. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see. Considering that uh, I have a biracial child, that definitely. Um, That's very black, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, it's still it's still sort of diluted, but. In, but but the the thing about that is that you deal with you know the other parent who isn't black obviously so those interactions mm-hmm. especially in this quarantine can kind of uh, limit your feeling of blackness. So oh um, oh my god, are you drinking a pumpkin spice latte right now? Uh, I'm not, but I am. I am. I am drinking a Perrier uh, sparkling water. So <laughs> that's even that's whiter a, yeah, somehow. That's a, yeah, that's upscale. That's uh, that's that's no, yeah, that Lacroix shit. You know, we we've we've uh, matured out of Lacroix. We were on Lacroix for a couple of months, and then you know we were introduced to some of the finer uh, bubbles. And now, <laughs> and now, and now, oh my God. and now it's seven dollars a can for us, and that's how we living. <laughs> that 
honestly, so the thing about that is um, I, for whatever reason, my boyfriend's French, we've already covered that, but we were watching this old French commercial for Perrier and it is the most like sexually explicit thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. And I've seen porn. Okay. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I, it was, this woman is just like literally like caressing this bottle of Perrier. Oh, nice. That's like how you the, drink your for period? like seven minutes. Wow! Did, wait, 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 wait. That's how at I drink. At any point, <laughs> at any point, did she take a sip? Okay. No. <laughs> so we don't even know what it's for. We don't even know what this bottle. Exactly. Oh, that's great. That's beautiful. It's like, so is this a is this a beverage or is this some sort of a foreplay tool implement? <laughs> and why not both? Why, why not both? both? And literally, the the slogan at the time was. Perrier, c'est fou, which is literally Perrier, it's crazy. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's like just a fucking slap in the face towards censorship. It's like censorship parody. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, so on a scale of zero to black, I would say, well, I did just get to uh, the Bay Area. So I'm at my mom's house and my mom, uh, my family is is uh over the top black so you know that's kind of added a couple percentage points um, that's fun so yeah so uh, you guys all got you guys all like clustered around a phone and watch patty versus gladys oh no i missed that <laughs> i miss my mom doesn't know technology like that but that would have brought her so much joy i missed the moment to introduce her to that mm. well tell us the movie that we're gonna talk about today Oh, we're talking about uh, the 1991 uh, cult classic suspense thriller comedy, <laughs> <laughs> New Jack City. Yeah. Musical. Musical. Yeah. Oh, my God. The music yeah. in this movie is great. <laughs> Soundtrack A+. Plus. Right. It's up to our, our <laughs> listeners. Um, so the next episode following this one, we're also we're gonna be covering we're gonna be doing a deep dive into New Jack Swing. Um oh, so okay. that's the musical genre that is highly referenced in this movie. Um, and a lot of the artists in this, like they fall in that category. Um, so that it has a whole background that is actually separate from this movie and we'll be going doing a deep dive into that but today we're going to be talking about nino brown (laughs) the infamous yeah whatever his character was in demolition man this is like that guy's origin story somehow like if he lived at the end of this movie and then went on to demolition (laughs) man yeah it's a perfect i have not seen demolition man (laughs) oh crystal (laughs) (laughs) i never i never made that connection that's so good that's fucking great fucking Wesley Snipes with the range yes oh man wow so far I'm just like his acting no matter the role no matter the ridiculousness of the movie never ceases to impress me he's just believable mm-hmm. yeah every you time believe him this could have also been a blade origin story not mad at it <laughs> <laughs> he just embodies all of these characters. He contains multitudes. Yeah, he's a uh, Tu Wang Fu. Yeah, origin story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that in there too. 
after he gets out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Post prison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did his time. He, he survived that like, fall. Yes, there you go. Mm, and he got something. to keep all of his Morris Day in the time clothes and <laughs> yeah. parlay it into a new life. <laughs> that 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 would have been a dope uh, introduction into New Jack City too. You know, like how yeah. uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the villain just like <laughs> his 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 arm just pops out of the 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 grave and shit. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. I I really liked this movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys watch it recently yeah so I watched we it today yeah and oh, i i watched okay. it yeah i watched it sunday so tell tell us like how you first came to be aware of this movie and how old were um, you like yeah i was probably like seven six seven probably around seven um weird thing is that uh we didn't i <laughs> i didn't have any like responsible male figures in my life Okay. Uh, I I say responsible. I had a like I have a big brother, but yeah, I was introduced to this movie because my my brother took me to the theater to see it when I was like seven. Wait, you saw this in theaters? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Okay, you were seven, and you went back to school saying things like "Back to the Todays," like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying, saying, "Well, I no no, I went back." To elementary school, uh, second grade, uh, officially a member of of CMB. So, uh, yeah, I was really, I was really holding it down. <laughs> like the day after, just I just I watched the movie. I was initiated, and uh, yeah, I was a cash, I was a cash money brother. Um, yeah, I was a uh, <laughs> uh, by myself. I didn't, I didn't have any any uh, any uh, nope. peers yet, anyone worthy. I was yeah. It's just an upstart solo. <laughs> yeah. You know, every family needs an entrepreneur, though, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Whatever yeah, you, you can entrepreneur, just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what were your thoughts at the time? Like, you were just, like, taken? Like, you were... I like... thought it was the dopest shit ever. Yeah. Like, and I... Just thinking back on it now, I was able to really, like, follow the story. And, but... I spent a lot of a lot of the movie on Nino Brown's side just because I am just sort of a a villain sympathizer. I've always have been. Mm. Um, yeah, like I just I don't know. I I am captivated by people's flaws, and it, there's a certain honesty to it. Um, but yeah, he was just trying to get money. You know what I mean? And I and I could I could really uh, relate to that at seven. <laughs> at seven you're like i have really no money pavement trying to get this bread and I, I was like i get it bro like you trying to bring the whole <laughs> you trying to bring your brother in you know he don't look like you y'all i didn't understand the concept of uh maybe they were half brothers because they right. didn't look alike at all right um but i was so and i was like yeah man g money and you know and um but the way the story, you know, the plot, uh, the the plot points and the turns, and I, I was able to kind of fight for sort of the hero and Ice T and, and Mario Van Peebles, and when after he killed his brother and was just like, you know, just started doing a bunch of reckless shit, like smashing mm-hmm. his brother's chick, and then he was selling, he was uh, selling dope to the kids and shit. I was like, damn, this this is a bad man. Yes, this, yeah. this is uh, yeah, this he need, he needs to be taken down. Mm-hmm. At that point, but um, I was I was digging his uh, 
that hairstyle he had. Like I am right. Like, that hair. I ain't never seen no shit like that. <laughs> Have you seen any shit, anything like that? Like what was that? It defies gravity. Was it like a was it like a slim high top mohawk? Yes. Was it yeah. like a yes? It was, it's I, like I've half, never seen anything like it. Half a to kid this in day. play. <laughs> half a kid in play with like a wheel in the middle. Right. Yes. It was the wildest shit. That shit was so dope. That shit was so clean. <laughs> and then the all black suits, all oh, the all black uh, joints with the chains. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were in Rhythm Nation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It was just a Rhythm Nation video. Yep. Like literally to be a barber, though, I think because I have seen hairstyles like that, but it's always like late, late 80s, early, like literally to be a barber in the 90s, you you had to also major in geometry. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of pressure because that's when um, <laughs> the designs and the the swirls, mm-hmm. like if somebody, somebody came to school with a fucked up swirl, <laughs> like it was, it was, uh, it was a death sentence. Like you would, you would get like, don't come to school, bro, with a fucked up swirl or a fucked up Nike sign. Oh, they, oh you're done. those are the best. You're done. The Nike sign, the Nike sign while wearing Adidas. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, kids? What are the kids doing? <laughs> the times. Oh, those are the fucking. Uh. I'm Paige. I'm curious. So, had you, what did your, what was your knowledge of this movie before we watched it? I had heard of this movie, I had never seen it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And in watching it, I feel like I got a bunch of references for other things that I like, where I was like, okay, so whenever people dress, like whenever people are impersonating Wesley Snipes and they're in this jacket, this is what it's for. <laughs> like, uh-huh. this is why. <laughs> um, I thought it was really interesting, though, that I felt like they kind of, for lack of a better description, they killmongered this movie where mm-hmm. for a, a hot second in the movie, I was not entirely sure who they wanted us to root for because mm. they do really make Wesley Snipes and his crew kind of sympathetic, at least in the beginning, where you are kind of rooting for them as kind of like an outlaw gang that you've been following. And then it really isn't until they get to be like a huge operation and they're kind of destroying their community that it's really obvious that they're the villain. But that's at least halfway through the movie, if not more. Yeah. 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 And I like I was vaguely aware of this movie. I mean, this is like for sure one of the movies that like if black people were talking about it in the room, I'm going to be quiet and hope that nobody knows that I haven't seen it. Um. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) But yeah, like I was really impressed with the um, amount of musical artists that were also acting in this movie. Yes. There's so many. Vanessa Williams, Christopher Williams. Yeah. Um, And also, like, I mean, Ice-T with them young knees. You know what I mean? Just, like, (laughs) flying off of buildings. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I was like, nice. (laughs) You know know what's funny about that? Uh, The movie is based in New York and not a single New York accent. Not one, not one, not even the Italian mob, (laughs) which was extra weird. Okay, let's, let's, I guess let's talk about our general thoughts about the movie. So like, I know Gary, you were saying your perspective kind of changed. I'm just curious, like what, what are your, what are your favorite things 
about this moment, this movie today, like to this moment, or in like favorite lines? Um, mostly, I'll probably say Chris Rock's career. Mm. Um, just because the black community really viewed him as, uh, you know, because of that movie, Chris Rock was always like a very unattractive man and like mm. anything. And then a few years, like after that movie, like people always viewed him as like, uh, uh, a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if he got teeth or, or what, but like he became like, I don't know what happened, but Chris Rock like kind of got like kind of hot. Mm-hmm. I think he filled out a bit because he's kind he's real skin. Like I knew he's a skinny dude, but like he's real thin in this movie. And I think yeah. he just kind of like grew into his kind of gangliness a bit. And I think that mm, helped him out. Yeah. Also, um, Chris Rock wasn't even supposed to get the role. That the role was supposed to go to Martin Lawrence. Really? Which oh, is interesting because Chris Rock different. murdered it. Like he mm-hmm. fucking yeah. murdered it. But they said that uh he auditioned terribly. Like he oh. kept, you know, trying to do retakes, like, yo, okay, let, let me do this one more time. And they said Martin Lawrence came in and shut it down. Like they they said wow. the motherfuckers was on the floor. They had to turn the cameras off. He fucking murdered it. But then he backed out of it because Robin Harris, who was his mentor, uh died. And you know, he had a hard time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that, so he backed out of the movie and I ended up giving it to Chris Rock. Wow. But yeah, that was supposed to be a, a Pookie as Martin Lawrence. Halle Berry, wow. Yeah, I but yeah, what I was, was the question? I forgot the, what was the question? Yeah, like what are your favorite moments from this movie? Oh, mm-hmm. um, well, the Chris, Chris Rock and Rehab doing Jumping Jacks, that was hilarious. <laughs> that shit was hella funny. Like even in the theaters, even at like seven years old, that shit was hilarious. Um, that whole scene was really tender. I was really surprised. Like they, I was like, why didn't Ice T open up a rehab? I would send people to rehab with Ice T. It was like really precious. Yeah, actually. But yeah, watching it as a as a kid or a teenager, you're just like that whole montage was just like kind of funny because he's just yeah, he's like having cold <laughs> sweats and shivering and shit, and we don't really understand addiction like that, so right. it just looks weird. Um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I thought that was great. Obviously, Nino Brown getting killed at the end by the old man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that like that was like applause worthy. Um, oh, the uh, when he stabbed the dude in the hand after oh, yeah. um, the Carter got shut down. Yeah, that was that was crazy. And he told G Money to sit his five dollars ass now before he makes change. And I still- <laughs> oh my god, that line is so great. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, it's it's um, iconic. I and I still don't fully understand what that means. <laughs> like, is he making change for a five, or is he making change like in the operation in his position? Well, I thought it was that he was going to make like a single person become multiple, like by cutting them up, like by like. Oh, that's why. <laughs> oh shit. So you said he was going to dismember him. Yeah. He's he getting quartered. All right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like he's oh, going to break shit. a five. Like if, oh, if you need change from a five, you would have to break part of it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> yep. Even more the villain now. Wow. I thought he just meant like, yeah, we're going we gonna to relieve you of your position. <laughs> we're gonna, you're going to get demoted. That's what I 
Okay. So wow. naive. So he was threatening to kill his own brother <laughs> then. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah. One of my boys uh, does a bit on uh, one of Ice-T's lines, which uh, put it into perspective when he um, when he captured Nino Brown uh, after, after the chase or whatever, and he caught him, and he, and he pointed the gun in his face and told him that he wanted to kill him so bad that his dick was hard. And, yes oh yes. my god yeah, yeah that's just i, I, I mean feel bad because i i it's not supposed to be funny but i laughed out loud when he said that because <laughs> obviously like yeah that's not the the sensation that's supposed to accompany you know murder yeah <laughs> unless you really like it yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, uh, then just the, the, uh, the whole vibe, like the club scenes and shit and, you mm-hmm. know, the new Jack Swing and the music, it was just lit. Like it was, you know, and then the shootout with the Italians was dope. Keisha, her character with her little, uh, rockabye baby, little uh, catchphrase was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the guy, the guy who stuttered and they, <laughs> when they call him a not talking motherfucker, I die. <laughs> I when die. That's like say two minutes into this movie. Oh man. Yes. He tried to say unadulterated. <laughs> this was back when like bullying was, was, uh, greenlit. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. also the second movie that we've watched with a black man who's been stuttering. I'm like, what is it with, <laughs> cause we just also watched Harlem Nights. Uh, oh and, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this obsession? <laughs> oh, I wonder if they was trying to make fun of Mike Tyson with that character. Probably, Ooh, maybe. Yeah, that's probably. I I was distracted because that that same actor plays the police captain in Sister Act. Sister Act, yep. Lieutenant Souther. And I yeah. kept, I was like, but he's such a strong, awesome dude. And it was like throwing me <laughs> off with the stuttering. I want, I was wondering, what was the motivation behind that character trait? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was just to distinguish him from the. It fit, but it was just, it was just funny. I don't know. Maybe to soften him yeah. and get you to empathize with him, maybe. Maybe. Well, I think like there, you know, like the thing with the mob, like the stereotype with the mob is like, um, well, especially like the Italian mob is like people, you've got your like, you know, maybe you're a kingpin or whatever, but then you've got like all these other people that are named after things that are wrong with them or things that people can yes. see. Yes. And so oh, I that. think that might be that thing where it's like, we got our crew, we got, we got a, this guy, we got a, we got a dude who stutters, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's we got just fish lips, Larry and limp. Yeah. Hit Joe. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, yeah, very juvenile, but it just sticks. Whatever you yeah, were yeah. called as a as an eight year old sticks as an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, that was just a great action flick. There was like no love story at all, huh? Well, there's Uniqua. Oh my God, Uniqua! And what what is also what is the obsession with black men and bedrooms that look like a vampire lair? I like, don't know, <laughs> girl. The only time we didn't see that was in the black vampire movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wanna you you wanna know it's a oh well he was uh dating a uh, Vanessa Williams or whatever in the movie. You know, it was, 
I'll show my girl this clip because I don't know why I thought oh, I just think it's so funny when uh, after the shootout with the mob, um, they cut to the scene and she's like, she's calling him a murderer and telling him how he's killed so many people. And he like grabs her by the face and throws her on the table. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she said his name like five times in like 15 seconds. Yeah. And I thought that, I thought that was so it was just odd to me. Um he, well, she, she she's like you're she's like you're a murderer, Nino. I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen you kill too many people, Nino. She <laughs> and she's did. crying. And she, it's, I I just thought that was so funny like looking back at it now like that whole scene well, and just the acting in that scene was just fucking hilarious. I mean, I think the I think that kind of raises like my main criticism of this movie, which is that uh, they don't be writing for women uh, with the women yeah. in this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, do they have they met a woman? <laughs> they have, just... and she talked too much, and we solved that problem right. in this movie. Well, they they did have Keisha, who was a strong character. I, yeah, I did love Keisha. Keisha was great. Well, yeah, Keisha's she, like, um, you know, like her her main character is like being a banshee, like coming out of the woodwork with a gun and just be like, you know. And yeah, fucking shit up. And just yeah. handling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was gangster. She murdered mm-hmm. like three people in this movie <laughs> and gets mm-hmm. no credit for it. Like zero. <laughs> That's true. They don't really care about her until she's dead. And they're like, I can't believe Keisha's dead. And I was like, well, considering the body she left in her wake, I mean, it was bound to happen sometime. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keisha was putting in work. Yeah. So Paige, I'm curious. So what are your, what are your thoughts about this movie? Like you uh, lo- loved it. I loved it. Well, okay. But I also, I also love Law and Order SVU. So I was primed for a story about Ice-T being an undercover cop. So much so that the movie started and he's doing that drug deal. And I was like, does this fool not realize he's an undercover cop? And I didn't even within the movie know that he was an undercover cop yet. I just assumed. That's funny. Um, But I, I really liked it. And I did really like that they kind of juxtaposed the investigation surrounding them but then also we follow the actual gang you know you get endeared to people in the gang like Keisha you know Mm -hmm. and it felt it was conflicting when bad things would happen to them but then you're also rooting for the investigation and I think that's what they were trying to go for in Wesley Snipes' speech in court Mm, where he was like, we're not the villains. We didn't build this. Which is like, they hint at it throughout the movie, but it's a little too little too late if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I also loved, just sidebar, uh, when he tells Ice-T about the woman he killed on the street, I was like, I bet that was Ice-T's mother, but we have no way to prove that. And then later <laughs> Ice-T was like, that was my mother. And I was like, how does he yeah. know though? Like uh-huh. officially, right. we don't even know when that So happened. many teachers are killed on so many streets. I mean, in this movie, bullets just are oh my God. wildly as if they're free. <laughs> and okay, here's the one, here's my one logistical issue with this film. Um, they kill Chris Rock. But then Uh did they just have a bomb handy? It seemed like they had a lockdown procedure and it was 
30 seconds from them killing Chris Rock to strapping a timed explosive device onto him. (laughs) Because it was literally just until they found his cover and the police came inside. Because they were just outside. So... Yeah. That, that was the one where I was like, how did they already get a bomb on him? But other than that, I, I really, this to me felt like, like once a season, Law and Order does an episode where you kind of get to see through, like the murder is a little more sympathetic than normal and you kind of get to see more of their life. And this felt like a long version of one of those episodes, mm. except starring the villain from Demolition Man with his same <laughs> I was here for it. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Was never bored. Super in, yeah. super here for it. Great music. Wonderful soundtrack. I I really actually, I love a good crime drama. I, I would consider this a drama, even though it has funny parts. But yeah, I did really, really like it. The music was, yeah, I love the music, obviously. like I, And I think they did a really good job of uh, blending the music into the, mu- the movie. Like, it just, it yeah. made sense everywhere it was dropped in. Every time where, you know, like, it's, it's, it's just overlaid over, like, a montage or it's, like, part of the scene, like, and everybody's, like, aware that it's happening. I, yeah, it was really, it was really great. I mean, all, and all the music was amazing. Mm. Um and where and and I do recommend like for people that are curious about this movie, like watch this movie because you're gonna hear where some of the songs that we grew up with, like where people first heard some of them. Yeah, like yeah. I want to sex you up became pop. Like that's I when it was debuted in in this up. movie. Yeah, and it, that was during the sex scene, right? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was when she was like stripping in front of oh, that yeah. giant TV. Oh, yeah. Right. Somehow she had never been to that house and knew exactly what button to push to play exactly that song. But so. also had a a like daytime outfit that coordinated with a whole lingerie ensemble below. <laughs> yeah. She came right. prepared. Yeah, she, <laughs> a bitch did her homework. That was, yeah, that, yeah. I think that um, was the scene where uh, Nino Brown sort of, you could see his interest in her, right? Yes. Yes, in that crazy blue tux. Because at that point, he was, she was G-Money's um, mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying and to. And he's just sitting there like a Batman villain in his crazy jackets, just mm-hmm. waiting for his chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, and G, this was G Money before he married Crack. Uh, <laughs> mm, yes, <laughs> which was so he, sad. Yeah, so sad. he literally. And I was like, I part of the, I I need to let this rest because I'm sure there's nothing to it. But I kept asking myself, what's the significance of fish in this movie? Because we keep seeing <laughs> him <of> behind <laughs> behind his aquarium. Well, that, oh, that's yeah. because, you know, they're in New York, so there's no body of water to look out into mm. to, <laughs> to ponder and collect your thoughts. So in, come, in comes the fish. I just remember that scene where they're playing basketball in slacks. Yeah. And like oh, my God. Yes. Shirt, slacks and dress and shoes. <laughs> Oh man! Did anyone else notice that they referred to crack pipes almost exclusively as glass dicks? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And watching that, yeah, yep. And watching that as a kid too, it um sort of 
because the actual like the rock and you know they they showed it like in several scenes mm-hmm. um i create i don't know i had like a weird relationship with soap after that it she, well and she compares way- it to soap where she was like it just looks like a little soap flake oh yeah exactly yeah, yep. yeah. i may have i don't i i may possibly have like went home and cut up some soap and <laughs> i may have done that and and just looked at it and just you know really bad? and just thought about my what my future could be <laughs> Oh my god, that is so funny! I was I gotta like, watch that movie. I gotta watch it again now. <laughs> Damn it, I'm gonna ruin it. It's gonna ruin it for me, but I'm gonna no, do it. No, I, I, well, I can't imagine how much better it would have been as a kid because I didn't see it as an, until I was an adult. But I think this holds up. Like there, there are a lot of movies that I've watched that I think maybe nostalgia plays a pretty big part for people. But yeah. I, I think you could see this today and it holds up as like a movie. You know? Yeah. 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 It's not, yeah, absolutely. It's not okay, done badly. It yeah, doesn't like, ta- pass the Bechdel test, but other no, than that, not, it's like not at all. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. Judd Judd Nelson does a horrible impression of a black guy, but other than that, you guys that watch Judd this Nelson movie. Is <laughs> Judd Nelson's his his white partner, and oh for a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not it's not a movie. white thing. Is this a black thing? That dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Is it a black thing? Uh, yeah. I could not recognize him through most of this movie and then saw the credits and I was like, oh. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because if you go into this IMDb, this is like, you know, like how they show like actor, but like right before that, it's like, what are they known for? Mm-hmm. And it was um, this? Yes. <laughs> no, Whoa. really? Yes. Really? Yes. I mean, here's the thing. This is a a known movie, you know, so it's not crazy to list this, but I'm like, but Breakfast Club, though. (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast Club is so crazy famous. I mean, Breakfast Club is in there, but also this one. I mean, he's been in a ton of shit, but like among them, like most pop things he's most popular for, I guess this is among them. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I guess in the current climate, it would uh, it would be helpful. Yeah. To align yourself <laughs> with some black productions, mm-hmm. if you have any. He's like, I'm diverse. <laughs> <laughs> I also did drugs. <laughs> Somehow that makes us equal. <laughs> I wonder, and, and this is just me thinking out loud, I wonder if this is what prompted them to cast Ice-T for Law & Order. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it is effectively it's it's almost the same character. There's very little difference. His character on Law and Order used to be an undercover vice guy. Mm-hmm. And so it literally could be an origin story for his Law and Order character. That's with, true. With no edits. <laughs> just just change the name to Odafin yeah. Tutuola. And then Halle Berry, this is her origin story to losing Isaiah. There you go. <laughs> mm. It's all coming full Uniqua. circle. Wow. Yeah, wow. Uniqua. <laughs> okay, well let's yeah, let's give our uh rating for this movie. So um at Black Card Rehab, we rate we rate out of uh a five hair picks. So out of five hair picks, what do you give this movie, Gary? Um now or the well, I haven't seen it recently. Uh but yeah, for what it did for me, uh it's five easily. Okay. Five hair, yeah. five hair picks. Easy. Mm-hmm. What color are the hair picks? 
any ones you want. Somebody gave okay. uh, what's love got wait yeah what's love got to do with it like five hair picks with like glitter and like <laughs> on on the fist. <laughs> that, yeah. that was the one that I tried to give six hair picks. <laughs> the accuracy of that movie did. Did Tina Turner actually fight Ike Turner back, like in the yeah. back of the limo? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, then, yeah, that's that's perfect. What about you, Paige? What do you give this movie? Oh, I would give this four hair picks easily, easily, mm-hmm. um, possibly even 4.5. I really, really liked it. I had a blast. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's my favorite movie in the world, but if it was on on a Saturday, just on like TBS or something, I'd sit and watch the whole thing. Yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, I'm gonna give it five hair picks and a wave brush and a can <laughs> of Murray's hair grease. That's what I'm giving it. My, there we go. I love that's that. more accurate. <laughs> My husband is back to using Murray's because his hair is so long because of quarantine. <laughs> oh damn! I didn't even know. I didn't even know Murray's still yes. existed. It exists, oh, yeah. and and white people be using it sometimes. White people oh my god! <laughs> sometimes people got that thick thing. Well, you hair. know, in this climate, <laughs> anything we can do to align ourselves. <laughs> if it's got to be Murray's, it's got to be Murray's. Oh shit! You should put you put that on your put that in your storefront. Yeah, hey, put that on your storefronts during the uh, during the riots. <laughs> we use Murray's. Yeah, we got Mur- <laughs> That's like the Passover, the Passover blood on the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That's, did oh, you know great. they make campaign signs now that say "Presidents come and go, but Wu Tang is forever." Yes, I have seen that, and it's, I see it's that. I everything see it. I can do not to buy one to put it in our window. And I'm just like. <laughs> It, it's just gonna freak people out when I walk out the door. They're gonna be like, "Whoa, what? <laughs> that doesn't match." Um. Well, I'm gonna. Um. I'm also gonna give this uh, movie. Uh. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm gonna say four hair picks. Um. And only only four because four and not five because I'm like, in terms of like, is this like my kind of movie? Like you know, like. I I have a very weird <laughs> taste, um, mm-hmm. and also probably like leans more feminine. Um, but in terms of like embracing my people and culture and feeling included and under also connecting the dots of like, oh, this is what Lil Wayne was talking about. You know what I yeah, mean? Like this they is made why the album money is records like records after yeah, it. yeah, and also the Carter. You know, like so mm-hmm. all all mm-hmm. that stuff like. So I love I, I love seeing all those references. I love the music in this. Like the, I mean, this it's it's well done. I didn't see that old man shooting him. I didn't see it coming. Me either. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, Bill mm-hmm. Cobbs, I think, is who it is. Yeah, who yeah. plays him? Great job. Uh, he could have given be given more lines, in my opinion. I loved I loved him in this. Yeah, every scene he was in, he killed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, R.A.P. to that little girl. Uh, did she yeah. survive? She does survive. <laughs> she okay, survives. Okay. Uh, but but by I mean, physically impossible though. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Like she is being <laughs> jostled around in a rain of bullets. Yeah, and doesn't oh, yeah. catch one, and then is able <laughs> to run back behind. I was I thought for sure after that scene 
that Nino was going to have died as well. And he yeah. doesn't even get shot. Right. So I don't know who got shot during that, but it was no one we cared about. Exactly. Keisha. And it was, yes, oh, Keisha. Keisha. Oh, yeah. Keisha died. Keisha died a little Keisha. bit uh, comically. The way they shot her death was oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the take 60 bullets while standing. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's the we call that the RoboCop effect. Yeah, Before yeah, he yeah. became RoboCop, and they and they and they killed him. They he, yeah. they shot him with like twelve gauges, like forty times, and he just <laughs> stood there and just took them. Yep, Um, yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I love I love this movie. I think um, people should watch it. Um, it's what two dollars on Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. Gary, you should rewatch it. Don't be afraid. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch it and then uh, I'll give you my, my updated rating. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's still going to be five. It's, it's pretty good. I'm hoping. Tell people where they can find you. Let's see. Uh, Gary Michael Anderson on Instagram and uh, Gary Michael Anderson on Facebook. And I think uh, G Cornbread on Twitter. I'm not too active on Twitter. Um, but yeah, Gary Michael Anderson on Instagram. Yeah, and I'll be, that'll be, that'll be great. Awesome. Um, Paige, you have anything coming up? So this Friday, the Friday after this airs uh, with Cult Podcast, we will be on the True Crime panel at RTX, uh, which is going to be pretty fun. It's virtual this year. You can find information about it on our website, cultpodcastshow.com. And then I'm on every podcast on earth for the rest of the week. So (laughs) you know where it is. You guys know what to do. Yep. Um, yes. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't have anything coming up personally, but, um, you know, um, we are we are starting a new uh, Kickstarter with um, the company that I partner with, um, uh, Fair Square Comics. Um, we're going to be debuting a new comic. It's a, a like, it's like a fantasy gay male love story, like with like magic um here for so it. yeah it's called um i think twin kings battle Ooh. um yeah so uh check out fairsquarecomics.com for more information about that and you guys thank you so much for listening please rate and review the podcast and we will be black next <laughs>